Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Podcast. This is our spirit work show. I'm Jason and I have Angel on the line as well. Uh, <laughs> there we go again with on the line. I did it again. That's okay. How's should, it going? I'm good. I Here's what it is. It's on the Zoom. We're on a Zoom call. So on the yeah. Zoom, that's what I'm going to say. But that just doesn't doesn't have that old timey ring to it. So right. I always got to be I always got to be a little bit old fashioned. When on I'm, the line seems to work pretty good, I think. On the line. Crazy. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> welcome to Gemini season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is oh, no. Oh, wait. No, that's good. I have stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's so good. That's perfect. You do have stories. You forgot that, that you actually have stories for this. So that's perfect. Uh, May 21st to June 20th is the Gemini dates. So we're into kind of the uh, an air, air season, as it were, air sign season. Uh, so a lot of uh, communicative energy and this kind of thing, a lot of ideas, new ideas, uh, you know, communications, friendships, et cetera, things like that it's coming up in Gemini times. So hmm. talk more about that. Yeah. Um, so we appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for joining us. Do join us on uh, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Uh, PDT, uh, which is West Coast time, L.A. and Las Vegas time. Uh, on Instagram live. So you can follow at Angel on the eighth day and follow at Cosmic Eye Tarot. Uh, we do the readings throughout Cosmic Eye Tarot uh, live, as I said, at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays every week. So, yes. Uh, do, are we doing it next? We do yeah. it next Tuesday, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Next so good. And then it's just the, oh man, it's catching up so fast. I know, right? It's the following week, perhaps, that is not. So, okay. Uh, actually, the next two weeks are good. So, the first oh, and the eighth, it's the uh, 15th, and it'll be, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, let me start all over <laughs> in terms of the tarot the 31st and the 7th are good it's the 14th that i'll be out of town the 14th you'll be gone okay yeah and then also for for this podcast i will not be here or i'm doubting that i'll be able to record okay all right we'll we'll definitely figure out something and we'll have we'll have something up um you can like replay like a favorite yeah right <laughs> You will be missed, though. Something from the archives. We may pull something <laughs> from the archives. Um, okay, so let's see. What are we going to talk about? Let's see. We're going to talk about Gemini. Uh, I mentioned the Instagram. Oh, yeah. The um, What else do we have going on? So soon we're going to be doing an uh, elements. So the five elements will be earth, air, fire, and water. And then the fifth element of spirit or the quintessence, as it's called in alchemy, or acacia or space. It has all kinds of different names. Uh, the fifth element is kind of like the hidden element behind all the elements. So we're going to have five shows that we're going to do uh, on that. So that'll be our little, kind of our little mini series like we did on the uh, on the chakra healing. Also, uh, Lilu. Wasn't Lilu the fifth element? Uh, yeah, could be. I don't, I'm not familiar with that term, but that may be. Uh, <laughs> it's that from, may, it's is that from, from the Lidra video that you sent? No, well, no, I sent you that one, but uh, it was it's from a movie, The Fifth Element, and oh god, that's right, Gila yeah. played Lilu, and that was that's totally oh my god, and you know what's so funny about that? I was just looking at that on Amazon because they're featuring it on Amazon Prime for some reason. Oh. I guess the stuff I watch, it's like it's pulled the AI is pulling that up, and I was like, I should watch The Fifth Element. I haven't seen that in years, and I totally yeah. forgot that. That's a great character. She's a great character. So, yeah, um, good point the uh what else did i have that was it i think so we'll talk gemini you've got stories and we'll we'll let the uh we'll let spirit lead us where we go so yeah we were also going maybe not today but i think we were going to be mentioning some duality stuff yeah 
Yeah. Do you want to do that on the next one or you want to do that? Sure. In this one? Yeah. Okay. So we'll do that. On well, the next I think one. we could probably like uh, just kind of, well, I don't know. What do you think? Explore it, talk about we might, it. We might, we may touch on it. Exactly. Cause yeah. we're going to get into the, I want to talk a little bit when we start just about some qualities of Gemini and maybe some uh, Gemini's that I've known and some Gemini's that you've known some of the things and see how these match up with what we see. Uh, yeah. Kind of <laughs> general knowledge of what, what Gemini's are all about. So yeah. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll start and then you can, you can jump in or whatever. And we'll kind of like, just talk through this. It's kind of going off one of these little charts or whatever, uh, just okay. to kind of uh, look at it. So they're, they're, as we said, they're, uh, they're an air sign. Um, they're known as being very energetic, versatile, intellectual, uh, very mind oriented and thought oriented. I always wondered sometimes if that, you remember how people used to call people airheads back in the eighties? Yeah. I wonder if that had to do with air or if that was like there's just air in your head there's no brain in there like because air signs are very much up in their heads and sometimes they can seem a little spacey i wonder if that had anything to do with it if it was just saying we like, talked about that with another we did another, right with another air sign yeah yeah I, I still don't know so if anybody knows please let us know because <laughs> i was uh, it an aquarius like a, yeah, yeah. We were talking about aquarius and how they're often in like their uh, their minds is often like in space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Aquarius are very like very mysterious and kind of like in their own world a lot of times. Yeah. It's true. I find that Aquarius are cerebral in a different way than Gemini's are. Yeah, I think Gemini's get into their heads. Um, you know, like they overthink things at times, and mm -hmm. um, they I I don't know I I think that they get into their heads, but they also uh act upon i mean act with emotion so somehow that maybe that's part of their duality is that mm -hmm. uh they're they live very much in their heads you know they I feel like they second guess themselves often and then uh they act with emotion so they kind of put some of that rationale aside and then um go more like a little bit emotional so that translation from head to heart i think something happens there's like a split there like two lane freeway yeah and they sometimes um have i think trouble uh with long-term relationships and stuff like that as well because they get bored pretty easily mm. and they like to have multiple <laughs> multiple people uh you know it kind of in their in their world i guess a lot of times not all of them obviously i mean again these are just kind of general things we don't you yeah. know we can't, we can't say oh because you know this person's this sign, they display all these qualities, but the generalities is what we look at and some things apply and some don't. Um, mm -hmm. But they definitely like to travel. They like new things. They like to meet new people. Uh, Geminis uh, tend to be really good sales sales folks, salespeople, uh, and can usually talk you into things uh, huh. pretty well. Uh, that's, and I, I've, I've found that to be true. You may not have found that to be true with your Geminis. I, I've seen that with the Geminis that I've known. I don't, I'm going through my Rolodex of Gemini's and I don't know if I would buy, I think that they would buy something for me way before I would buy anything from them. Yeah, but it's that's see you, you can sell too. And you've got that, that Leo fire energy going. So exactly. But he, I think you actually Leo and Sagittarius, Sagittarius is like the opposite sign of Gemini. So they have a thing with fire signs. Uh, they, they definitely can be influenced by fire signs. Okay. Um, so that's an interesting thing. So uh, let's see the other thing. What's going on? They're very into self-expression. There's a lot of uh, a lot of artists and actors 
and famous folks like that are very like very creative and very good at communicating songs and things like that often are Gemini's like uh some of the you know that's I'm just looking at this list real quick uh it's like some of these are on a personal level the Gemini's that you know do you find them to to be to have the ability to express fully because I'm again I'm going through my Gemini. I I would say no but but they express uh, and communicate and kind of like entertain really well. And I yeah. feel like they're really good mediators. And I think where that's where that kind of twin energy comes in. Okay. That's what I, I've seen. Yeah. Because um, the, the Geminis that I know are creative, but they, uh, you know how at the beginning I was, I, I would mention often how I would uh, protect some of my work or some of my art or so, you know, my yeah. words. I feel like that that's what they do often with their their creativity is they just protect it uh, or they say it's like that second guessing thing. Um, yeah, there's like the, uh, the the people that I'm thinking about right now immediately they're like amazingly creative, but they'll be they'll make comments like, oh, no, that's no, I don't. That's not me. I'm not creative. No, you know. Yeah, I think that's where that duality comes in, because there's a character, like you were talking about, there's a characteristic of duality that the twins and, you know, you see in that sign, it looks like two little pillars or two capital I's stuck together um, for their symbol. And I think that there's a duality that goes on with them, like you said, of second guessing or like it's like, you know, flip, flip sort of, I guess they call it flip flopping in the political world, kind of going back and yeah. forth. And they tend to be pretty good at um I feel like, you know, and I didn't, these Geminis that I know were not in this business, but I feel like they'd be good in public relations and things like that, where you have to, or politics, where you'd have to kind of, well, both the, both the Bushes, George and George W. uh, are Geminis. Oh, okay. If you look at them and how they kind of were able to follow some of the public trends and kind of key into like what people were feeling and thinking at the time when they were in office, you know what I mean? And kind of going back and forth with different issues and right sort of like one one week it's this and one week it's that and i mean the uh, george senior was in the cia i mean you can't get more oh wow you've got to live in that that's just that duality mindset where you could just become a character i feel like they it's interesting because they talked about in this but this was funny like this so leo wants to be the center of attention and wants to be the main actor and gemini wants to be all the actors the director, the producer, the stage <laughs> hand, and the grips. So it's like they want to do it all, you know. And I think they're really good at chameleoning into like different characters and kind of appearing like what that person needs to hear or see. You know what I mean? Okay. What is a what is a what you call it? Um, what's the first one that we started with? Virgo. Is Virgo? What is that? Air. Virgo uh, is an air sign too. Yeah. No, Virgo is, a, I'm sorry, is an earth sign. Uh, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So Aquarius, uh, Gem- Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. Are, Do are you sign. find differences in, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you after no, I asked your question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you find differences in like the months? I know that I when we talked about Leo's, uh, or I guess when I talk about myself, Mm-hmm. as a leo um i am always saying how august is like the true leo <laughs> um month <laughs> and you know july is kind of like uh, 
you're a little bit those more. you guys are yeah they, <laughs> poser, that's a poser leo to you as yeah it's like oh you're a little bit more of a cancer um i think but, that i mean there is something about that i mean there's the there's that kind of um that that cusp thing that they talk yeah. about a lot so if you're very close to that that sign that's after or before the sign that you are you oftentimes will carry over a lot of those traits like that i've seen that in my own self i you know the yeah. next uh you know i'm close to um sagittarius no i'm actually close to uh so let's see what am i trying that's uh, uh aquarius oh, okay aquarius is right after me see that so there's a lot of those air air sign qualities I mean, think about how much i'm stuck up in my head you know like right. in ways it's not <laughs> it's not that capricorny so i think it has some of that some of that quality to it yeah um, no for, maybe it's like an ombre you know as yeah in the you center go. you're like concentrated and you just kind of like fade out yeah that makes sense i, I like think that makes, yeah like a like a spectrum of, of behavior yeah for sure um so parts of the body are ruled are, are hands arms shoulders and lungs so there's kind of twin twin parts of yourself oh. so 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 oftentimes actually i found this to be true with one of the gemini's and had uh, lung problems so they have lung problems at times uh they're susceptible to accidents invo involving arms and hands maybe it's because they're up in their head so much too because like sometimes you fall or hit things or cut yourself when you're not paying attention uh bronchitis and respiratory ailments of course so those are just some you know you don't you don't have to fall into those categories obviously you know you can keep yeah. your mind focused on health and keep yourself out of that but those are things that might might come up so be careful and just you know have those things checked out i think that's always a good idea the lucky day is wednesday that's because they're ruled by mercury mm. uh, their birthstone's agate agates are cool i like those i like those and i like opals i like multicolored. yeah me too. i thought it was also emerald no or is that just that's it that's one as well yeah i'm just looking at a specific book there's you know there's always variations in these things uh but emerald yeah as well Emerald as well. So my mine is mine is uh mine is ruby or um what's the other red stone that's semi precious? It's not as expensive as a ruby, but it's uh what's that called a uh, uh, garnet? Uh, garnet, yeah. Mine's yeah. garnet or or uh, or like uh black stones as well, or for 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 Capricorns. But there's like usually multiple stones with these lists, you know, with these lists. So. Yeah. What is yours, by the way? Peridot. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of like a chartreuse color. Yeah, that's a beautiful stone. I think diamond is too, isn't it? And another one of the lists we I talked about. No, if diamond is one of mine, but I know peridot. They usually maybe yellow diamond or canary. Oh, diamond. that would make sense. Usually, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Um, that's interesting because actually Gemini's color is yellow. Um, oh. It's as 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 well. Yours your yours is too, right? Leo's are yellow leave either that or orange something sunlike something sun sunlike yeah. yeah um so lily of the valley lavender and um this the particular list i'm looking at talks about nut bearing trees so nut trees okay uh, <laughs> why not um the metal of, of mercury and then oh this is kind of cool the animals ruled by gemini are brightly colored birds and butterflies that makes a lot of sense because oh. Gemini's are very fluttery and, and, you know, I would say like, you know, kind of showy in a way, like, like, you know, like a beautiful parrot or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so those are some of the kind of general traits. Uh, let me, let me just do a quick thing on the, on the, cause I always kind of like the stars. 
and this is a list of older stars, but this this one is in the news lately, obviously. Johnny Depp is actually a, a Gemini. Oh, okay. Um, I Dylan. could see that in the way right? that we're discussing, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like, because uh, he's been in multiple relationships. He's a bit recluse, even though he's t- very talented. Yeah. Um, you know, struggles with maybe perhaps uh, acting with emotion or acting on emotion, but lives in his head. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting because I think that that carries over into his acting in a lot of ways. He's he's a I, you know, he's a good actor. I, I like yeah. him and he's wa- very watchable, but I wouldn't say he's he's not like he's not like an, a, an Al Pacino or something or like uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that like really embodies a character like, a, um, like Meryl Streep. Yeah, there you go. Who really like takes the role on and goes so deep. There's always a bit of, you know, Johnny Depp's, you know, kind of like, he's like a classic star. There's all, he's always Johnny Depp, even if he's playing the pirate or he's playing, you know what I mean? Edward Scissorhands. There's always, it always kind of comes through as, as Johnny Depp-ish. And that's what makes him a star. I mean, he, you can't lose himself totally in the role. I don't think so. Do you think it's uh it's partially him and then partially um, Tim Burton because they would do a lot of uh, movies together. All of the, mm-hmm. most of the movies that you named, I think have, well, no, they have some sort of like Tim Burton influence. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think the pirate character, he helped create. I think he so, modeled that character on, uh, on um, the, the, uh, the Rolling Stones guitar player. What is his uh, name? Keith, Keith Richards. Richards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you listen to him, it's like I mean, I shouldn't say he's a he's a great actor. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying not trying to put him down when I say that. I think he's a, he's a fine actor. He's he really is quite good. But but I mean, there's there's character. There's people like like I think like somebody like a Dustin Hoffman. This dude, uh, yeah, this yeah, dude yeah. is just like he just goes into the role. He loses yeah. himself entirely. There's no Dustin Hoffman left. Like when he's in Rain Man. He's not yeah. even in there anymore. He's right. totally that character. You know, he's Raymond. There's nothing else going on but that character. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I think that's a kind of an interesting thing. I think the quality of being in your head a little bit, thinking keeps you, like you were talking about, it keeps you kind of from your heart and your emotions. So maybe you can't fully let go of your ego or something. Huh. I, I don't know. That's just my theory. It's just a theory. I think that we'll continue exploring. Yeah, continue exploring. Exactly. So Tim Allen, Josephine Baker. Oh, okay. Baker, uh, Allen Ginsberg, Michael J. Fox. I mean, these are, I got an old list, obviously, but, but these are kind of fun. <laughs> um, anyway, Liam Neeson, I'm trying to pick people that are still, still working. Um, you got a new show, Nicole Kidman. Oh, Kennedy. Uh, okay. Kennedy was a, was a Gemini. That makes perfect sense. That dude was a com- communicator extraordinaire. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's that with the Gemini's. I just thought I would kind of get us into the, you know, we usually like to do that at the beginning of the yes. month when we do these. So let's, before we start running out of time and, and all that, let's get into your stuff. Cause I don't want to miss out on, on anything you have to talk oh, about. Now I can't remember which one. Now you can't remember about. what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that I had one a while back ago. Okay. Um, what was it about? Wasn't so it went in to terms the- of, there was like these just a uh, I think manifestation uh, or just odd. We'll talk about it more when we talk about uh, the soulmate thing. But okay, and I think this was the most recent one because um, I have that book that um, 
that I still have from you. Yeah. Where uh, it's like soulmates and twin flames. Twin flames, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And I think this one I did mention to you that uh, the other day there was a particular individual um, <laughs> nearby. And I believe that by now people know that I'm actively in a relationship. Uh, and so they congratulations uh, by the way i have not you, said that to the, to the both of you i'm, I'm you. so glad you guys are, are you found each other so yeah it's been pretty fun and amazing so far beautiful so um they found this book this one the uh, soulmates and twin flames and yeah i need to go i need to figure out which um which uh episode that was where we were talking about it and I kept saying like okay you know it's March <laughs> that's right um, that's exactly. you're out there I feel like a lot of those things have just been manifesting um, or just been feeling more confident in receiving um, and then I'll talk about the things that we, you and I are going to be working on but also because of the assistance of this one individual person who's very generous with their time um, so anyway so the Soulmates and Twin Flames book has a bookmark. <laughs> and my bookmark happens to be a lotto ticket. You know what? I should check it. I don't even know if I should check this one. Yeah, exactly. I was going <laughs> to Listen, you know, manifestations. Manifestations. Yes. Or maybe just use the numbers again. Yeah, um, right? Seriously. So... And so I didn't notice this because, you know, obviously when I purchased this ticket, uh, it was uh, last year um, in December. And when they pointed out the date of the drawing, it happens to land on their birth date. That's crazy. And it was in the, and it's in the section in Twin Flames. And it's yes, it's in the book. It's part of a uh, because I, I have it all divided. Remember, I was talking about that story. And yeah. Um, so since I don't generally read as much, I have like little pieces of, <laughs> of like paper towels that I've cut out and made them into, <laughs> into bookmarks. And then I had this one main bookmark, which was the Super Lotto ticket. The Super yeah. Lotto ticket was the, was the real bookmark. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> With the very infamous birth date now. That is um, wild. How do you like that? Wild. So yeah, and, and there's and, other ones too. We'll talk about them as we continue. There's yeah. uh, there, I think, is a potential of us meeting way before, um, by way before, like twenty years ago. When oh, I was, that's right. Yeah, that was only wild. five. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, crazy. <laughs> So yeah, there's, well, I'll talk about that in the um, upcoming episodes because it's a little bit longer, but there's, yeah, there's a high likelihood that we have met 20 years ago. And if people would go back to that podcast, I believe I mentioned it in the podcast, or at least uh, if not, I talked about it with you on a, a personal level that I've had um, several psychics or clairvoyants tell me that the person that I'm meant to be with um i've already met um and I yeah you did mention that actually i do remember you saying that to to me but also on the show you talked about okay it. yeah so if that's the case then it would make sense why all we were, comes together yeah 
where like I was, you know, kissing all these familiar frogs and nothing was happening. But little, little did you know <laughs> that your frog was five years old. When you yeah, were... right, right. <laughs> okay, so, that's we'll a little weird. That. But <laughs> yeah, yes. so there's nothing weird happened then. <laughs> nothing weird. Okay, so let's make that perfectly clear. It was perfectly yeah. innocent. It was a perfectly innocent <laughs> meeting. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, we'll but, talk about that. Um, exactly. In more detail in the next episode. For so. sure, but we will leave that little cliffhanger. So there's something interesting there. That's fun stuff. I love when all that stuff comes together, those kinds of synchronicities, because it really does, uh, it really does kind of, this is why I think it's so important to kind of make note of those things. And you and I both do this is like, we make yes. note of these meaningful coincidences, these synchronicities and, you know, things people say and things that happen and the dates and the symbolic things that happen or dreams yeah. that come up or whatever, because it's really important. It's like, you know, there's a, there's a roadmap in your life oftentimes that if you don't pay attention, it goes, it's as if like the navigation system's on, but you have it on silent, so you can't hear it. So it's like, they're trying to show you all these signs to the, to your person, to, you know, your passion in life, to your prosperity, to whatever. Um, and you just, you don't see them, you don't hear them because you're not paying attention. So, you yeah. know, I think, Right. Yeah, and that other component too, where um, I feel like I keep, it sounded like a broken record, but uh, especially since we've been doing the tarot, uh, that yeah. whenever that card, the uh, uh, acacia card, the, or the acacia, acacia any plant, card, yeah, yeah. yeah, any card that has the acacia flower or anything like that, it just reminds me of, you know, updating your records whenever something like this happens or whenever you have you know, positive events or incidents or, you know, uh, a time where you're moving forward in life, always take time to just uh, program that in, you know, because your body, your soul, your spirit, the, it needs to like feel that and accept it. Um, I feel like I say that all the time, but it's just so important, you know, like I, with this new relationship, I find that we do that often we kind of just stop and enjoy like little things. We, there was a, it's kind of like a silly, uh, uh, not silly, but like a smaller story. Like we were uh, recently out of town and this driver could not find us for the life of him. It was, we were taking a lift and it was like, where are you? And we're like, we're literally on the corner. <laughs> we're the only two people on the corner with, well, period. And then yeah. we're also wearing masks, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm on my phone, like waving my hand in the air. So it's yeah, like, so it's you're not going to be missed, right? And then uh, finally, when the driver sees us, you know, he like waves us down, and uh, we go over to uh, to get into the car. And as soon as we sit into the car, this song comes on, um, and one might call it our song. <laughs> Um, but this song happens to come on and right at the time that we that we sit into the you know get, get into the car so you know you could say that it's cheesy or hokey or whatnot but if we would have been picked up earlier you know we might have not stepped into that song or if we would have picked, been sure. picked up later exactly. we might have been stepped into the song ending or whatnot but it was just the perfect timing so Little things like that, you know, you just kind of like look at each other, um, gaze into each other's eyes and just let that sit or sink in, 
exactly you know? and you know i think it's i think the other thing it you know it reminds you you're on the right track and that you know that it kind of like reinforces the the positive stuff that's unfolding yes and i think the more of that you can see in your life in any area it really uh, it really does help and i, I like i i think you can't stress that enough i'm glad you keep bringing that up because so many times um you know good things are happening in our lives we're making changes we have growth and we just don't recognize it or see it and so it's you know the subconscious the unconscious mind really won't make those changes because the conscious mind isn't making the recognition of the change it's not uh, it's not really noting that it's something special or new right. or something that needs to be updated in the records like you said Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that that keeps us in the same patterns, the same grooves, the same sort of broken ways of dealing with things. And it's like, you know, and all of a sudden your whole life is kind of changing and moving forward, but you're not acknowledging it. So it happens much, much more slowly. Um, so you've got to take that time to really note the changes, the good things, the positive stuff that's unfolding and really kind of um, reminisce on it. So you kind of re, you know, you repattern your expectations, you repattern what your, what you, your expectations about what life is going to bring to you, what you're going to attract in your life and things like that, you know, it changes yeah. that whole outlook. So yeah. And you're also honoring and congratulating yourself for the work that you've done or, you know, yeah. the things that you've been able to embrace or manifest. Um, I, it's just so important. Now we just have to work on getting a million dollars from that lotto ticket. That's, that, is, <laughs> that is the next step right there. Exactly. That is the next step. So good luck with that. It wouldn't surprise me if you did one. Though. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, uh, I was going to say, oh yeah. So, you know, we did talk a little bit that the tarot card that's associated with uh, Gemini is the lover's card, which is interesting. Yeah. It's very similar to, um, to the love to the there's a you know the old symbolic uh, image of the lovers is there's a masculine and feminine figure with wings or kind of these angelic figures yeah and, you know you've seen that and um you know they do it corresponds uh in a lot of ways to that to that lover's card but there's that idea too and i talked about it on our reading that it's um it's associated with the letter Zion, the Hebrew letter Zion, which has the meaning of sword. So there's this idea of discernment or, or what, what it used to be called discrimination or what's called viveka in, in Sanskrit. It's this very discerning attitude and a very clear standpoint about who you are. And, and kind of um, using that type of mindset to, to clarify what you're all about, where you're going. And that's really, you're using that sort of mindset, that kind of um, clarifying mindset when you reprogram when you acknowledge the changes oh. that have been made um that's one of the ways that you can help to do that and see things clearly see things more appropriately yeah you can, you know, and, you, and it helps you to discern between this and that is this the thing i want or is that the thing i want right you know and, and become more honed in on what is actually close to your heart and what's in your spiritual wheelhouse and all that you know yeah and so, deserve i think that we sure. we um we often hear needs and wants, but not often we discuss the, not, we as in a general um, society, uh, what we deserve. Yeah, good point, good point. And that's that's another thing, you know, you got to use that that discernment and that kind of sword to 
uh, to cut through some of the nonsense also that uh, is fed to you through the media and through school and through life and so on that, you know, you've got to do X, Y, Z to deserve this, or you've got to do ABC to, you know, to be happy, or you've got to, you know, follow these particular rules to uh, conform to society's expectations of what you're supposed to be or whatever. And, you know, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to carve out your own niche in life. You got to carve out your own space and you've got to, you've got to make your own way a lot of times. And sometimes for some people, not everyone, some people can follow those beat, you know, those already kind of beaten paths, but sometimes you need to use that sword to like cut a trail through the jungle. You know, there's like this, you know, maybe your way is a little harder and you've got to work a little bit uh, more and use that sort of discrimination and clarity and so on to kind of create a, create a space so that you can, you know, you can walk comfortably through life. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's something to think about, um, you know, especially if you've got a really kind of unique or creative or different attitude or a different, you know, mindset than the average person does, you know, you might have a little bit more challenging time, but here's the beautiful thing is that, you know, you're going to be a person that um, creates things that other people haven't, you know, you've got a point of view that's, you know, 180 degrees different from someone else, whatever. Sometimes it takes time to carve that path for other people to see it because most people just want to follow the herd, right? Yes. But, you know, if you're a unique individual, and I feel like a lot of the people that are listening to the, the work that we do are, are, are more on that path where they've got to kind of cut a path for themselves. Um, I think so. Yeah. But it sounds like that for sure in like the, in the tarot readings. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I do uh, encourage everybody to show up for that. You know, it's becoming an interesting thing because it's, I feel like there's a lot of like fellowshipping kind of going on and people talking mm -hmm. to each other and, and it's kind of a place to come and, and, you know, watch other people's readings and see if it resonates with you, but also get your own questions answered for free and then kind of, you know, even be able to communicate with people that are, that are there as well in the, in the comments and stuff. I, I like that, you know, some organic things are coming up in the comments and stuff too. So it feels like it's starting to be a little, you know, supportive kind of little group. So it's very cool. I'm excited about that. Me too. We are running out of time. Oh, <laughs> like that. So we got we've got about five minutes. Um, so we'll keep going. But I just wanted to let you know it's the five minute countdown. I think I can actually see it on this one. Unlike when I cannot see anything in the <laughs> readings. <laughs> exactly, and I've got to read read those questions. But you know, it keeps it keeps you fresh. I think though, because you're just yeah. going off straight off of intuition. You know. Yeah. And then I'll usually tell you, hey, that's exactly what they just said. So there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right on track. So um, let's talk a little bit more about Gemini. Let's talk a little bit more about the lovers card. I, I like that card quite a bit. I used uh, that as a card. One of our uh, one of our listeners that called in, we did a general reading for her, one of our friends. And she uh, she's had she has some trouble focusing and she has some some ADHD and so on. Some uh, some challenges with that. This this lover's card can be a really helpful one to meditate on. It's one that really forces you to to clarify what you're trying to do. Uh, the the magician card is really good for that too. It carries these energetic qualities that help you to to clarify, concentrate, and focus. And sometimes uh, that can be tough for people. Um, so you know that, and I think this Gemini season sometimes uh, we've got to we got to watch ourselves that we don't get too caught up in our own stuff and get too many new things going on, uh, new ideas, and want to make sure we're you know you talked a little bit about this because you got that Ace of Wands I believe in one of your readings, and that always denotes a, a, like a focus and a clarity to me those Aces. 
Yes, I really like the Aces as well. Yeah, so I think it's a good time, I think, for people, because I feel like there's a lot of this sort of um, jumbled kind of energy right now heading you know, in, into spring, because there's a lot of creativity coming out of the last, uh, the last season and stuff, and a lot of new energy coming you know, with spring. And sometimes we can get overwhelmed with like, you know, a thousand new ideas and then nothing gets done because they're all stuck in our heads. And I think Gemini's are particularly prone to that. Uh, so, so do try to focus and concentrate on, you know, one or two things that you really want to accomplish during this um, Gemini season and kind of try to see them through. That can help you, uh, help you out because uh, one of, you know, it's like, exercise in a lot of ways you know your mind is the same thing as you know it's, very, it's not the same thing but it's very similar to like weightlifting or something you know the more that you use your mind in a certain way the easier those activities become just like yeah. it's easier to lift a heavier weight after you've lifted lighter weights right so <laughs> um you know what i mean so i think if you can just kind of try to focus down on one or two things and really give them your attention and work on them and put some some action to those ideas, it will help you feel better about yourself during this, this Gemini season. And for Geminis as well, I think that's that's good advice in general. For all of us though, you know, we how, how many we, we get we get caught up in our stuff sometimes in our thoughts. So. I think so. Do you have that uh, do you have that uh, complaint from from your clients all the time? Do they have trouble focusing? Is there a lot of a lot of that with the people that you're dealing with or do you have certain you know clients that have those issues uh i think that right now yeah there's um a few kind of just like relationship you know interpersonal relationships okay that's like the big one okay and um i think but i think that that falls under the communication that you were talking about you know yeah being clear with communication and getting uh, what you want across and finding uh, new communication styles. So a bit of unlearning and relearning. Yeah, and then that clarity too. So it's like you make sure that you're defining what you mean by certain things. So oftentimes we throw out terms like, you know, love or commitment or, you know, these big, big, you know, big terms, success, you know, whatever, but we don't really define them. So it's important to define those terms and make sure that you know, the person you're talking to is on the same page as you are, you know, you could be using a word and they could be just thinking it means something completely different. So, right. Yes. That's, that's a very important thing to, to keep in mind is because, you know, we don't all have run from the same dictionary. No, not at all. Exactly. Uh, so we've got less than a minute. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for your insights. Appreciate it so of much. Thanks for and, having me. We are uh, here on Thursdays each week with yeah. this show. And then I think we'll be putting up the, uh, the Element show probably on Monday, right? I think something that. like that. Yeah. And then we'll also be working on something new and spectacular for the end of the month. So watch it. <laughs> the seeds of excitement are being planted right this moment. Um, so join us on Tuesday, 8 p.m. PDT. Instagram live at Cosmic Itero and at Angel on the eighth day. And if you want, uh, you can check the check the comments or the description, actually the description of this podcast and that information will be there. So thank you guys for being here. Anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye at Angel on the eighth day on Etsy, Cosmic Itero on Etsy, CosmicEye.org. And if you like the show and you want to support us, we're at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. So you can make a donation there, a monthly donation. Uh, we'd appreciate you uh, doing so. 
And we do appreciate the people that are doing that. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yeah. So, um, and that's about it. So thank you again, Angel. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>